Uh-huh. I'm glad that you joined us for this podcast because we are on episode four. We survived four episodes. Three episodes. Four. This is our fourth determined. episode. Yes. Yes. We survived to our fourth episode. Survived our old episodes. And if you listen to our old episodes, and they were really amazing. Early work. They were a little bit early work. Okay, anyway. Yeah. This is the first week where we haven't been just hotel cop hopping like crazy around yeah. Cape Town. And we finally have stayed in one place. And we've been in a VRBO rental. We're in a vacation rental in VNA Waterfront, which is a little bit like Disneyland in South Africa. Yeah, it's, it's like Disney Springs. Okay, Aaron, can you please explain what load shedding is? There unfortunately isn't enough power to go around. For certain parts of the day, the power is going to go out. So basically we're talking about rolling blackouts in certain areas. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and uh, we're right now at something called stage four, which means that we're, we have load shedding happening twice or even three times a day. Last night we had load shedding that happened at uh, between, I think, 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. or 5 a.m., and Aiden, you've had some load shedding experiences too, where you just the power is not there and you can't yeah. get any work done. I mean, yeah, you can't really get any work done. I've been trying to do a lot of work while the power is out, but because uh, you know cellular data here is paid for by the gigabyte, it's really hard. So you know, and I'm just looking at the clock, and it, it, the clock's ticking, but I'm just counting the hours, and I really need to make sure that we get the power back. Yeah, because the Wi-Fi is connected and it won't come back on unless we have power. Uh, Some of the generators run off of diesel and there's a concern that maybe there's not enough diesel to run the turbines. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's because of the situation in Russia. People are being very careful about blaming Russia for everything, but this conflict in Russia is yeah. is definitely contributing to it. It didn't start until Russia invaded Ukraine, the load shedding, the really intense load shedding yeah. that we're now seeing. Yeah, and they're right. In, right now, the thing is, South Africa, they don't really want to blame it on Russia because they have a lot of their oil coming in from Russia. So they just tell the public, oh, it's because we have an old system. But Oh, and it's it, summer. They yeah. say, oh, it's... It, oh, yes. But they have an... A, fairly antiquated power grid and they're working on fixing it is my understanding but it's also because they're experiencing uh, energy issues this is not the first time though that we've had energy issues when we're traveling when we were in portugal we also had issues with the energy grid and with one of our rentals when we were in lisbon in 2020 aaron Mm -hmm. do you remember that Yes, I do. I remember. We hadn't really been to Portugal ever before. So this was our first time there. We get into this small apartment. First thing we do is we turn on the heat and then we have this dirty laundry because we've been traveling. So we turn on the washing machine and it's all out. Yeah. And then it mildews. The circuits are designed to break when you're using too much power. Exactly. And it's considered even rude to use too much. We we take in the United States, we take unlimited power almost for granted. Like we, we rely on, we want to be able to plug every outlet in the house in and run it and have the, and have it work. And you can't do that. Uh, In our apartment rental in, in Lisbon, we couldn't do that. And when we told them that we did not want to make a choice between having the apartment heated and being able to run the dishwasher or run the laundry, they said, how dare you? And they actually refused to give us a refund. We wanted to switch to a different apartment and they refused. They said, this apartment is absolutely fine. We're not going to refund you. The audacity. The audacity. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. In Cape Town right now, as in the rest of the world, Uber actually makes you, they have a surcharge now for the extra gas charges because gas costs more. And interestingly enough, 
even if it's an EV that you're in, they still have an extra surcharge, which I think is a little bit ridiculous yeah. because uh, the electric, uh, the EV is not dependent on gas, but anyway, it kind of maybe indirectly it is. But do you think that's going to affect our desire to get around town while we're here and maybe we'll stay closer to where we are at VNA Waterfront? Well, I think it depends how expensive it is. If it's too much extra cash to spend, yeah, it would probably affect that. Otherwise, I mean, I, I actually think we've already decided that we have really all we need here and we can just walk around to get whatever we need. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of walking. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. I mean, I think regardless, we would have just kept walking. Yeah, most expensive gas in the world right now is in Hong Kong. Wow. That's $10, more than $10 a gallon, and then the cheapest gas is in Venezuela. But who wants to live there, right? Yeah. I have one question for you, Dad. Is this the end of international flights? As you know, the prices of gas have gone up everywhere. Um, is this going to affect ticket prices in such a substantial way that people are going to say, you know, maybe I shouldn't do that Europe vacation? And will that war keep people from going anywhere near Europe for that matter? The airfares are really not determined by fuel prices. But if you do look at fuel prices, jet fuel prices are not at a record high. Hmm. They hit a record high in 2008, but they're not quite there yet. Jet fuel prices are still, I mean, they're higher, but they're not like spiking to, into record territory just hmm. yet. The other thing is that uh, with these, with airfares, it's, it's based on supply and demand. So if people don't want to fly, then airfares have to go down. It's not like gas prices where it's just a different dynamic. Mm. Will people want to go to Europe or not? I think that we already are experiencing lower demand for trips to Europe uh, and flights to Europe. Uh, it's just not, people are still kind of skittish about uh, COVID and things like that, and they're going to stay closer to home. So they'll be taking trips in North America, Canada, United States, and Mexico, and then in the Caribbean this summer. I don't think they're going to be going to Europe as much. I think that next summer might be the trip to, to, to I think next summer might be the summer for everyone to take their trips to Europe and Asia and places like that. So I don't know. I mean, the whole energy situation is still is not too terribly clear. Um, we'll just have to see. All right. This is Aaron here. I want to do a bonus round. Talk about talking about power and electricity. Let's talk about plugs. Because oh, yeah. Yeah. Power. There is a difference. Anywhere you go, you're going to find different plugs. But we found one plug that we weren't able to find anywhere else in the world here in South Africa. It is an antiquated British plug. And they still use it here a lot. Three, three prongs. There's no adapter that will adapt from that three prong to the American plug mm -hmm. or to the European plug that we have. It's very difficult to get those things to mix and match. Yeah, it is. And also it's single use. You can only use it in South Africa really since no one else uses this plug, which makes it very difficult. So if you ever go to South Africa, remember you're going to have to buy some transformers. That is, we, that is one of the worst things about this country. I'm told that they're working on doing the plugs over. So some of the newer homes will have the European plugs oh, yeah. too. But the, the worst part about this whole thing is it's not even just an issue for the people coming over to the country. It's actually an issue for the locals because the locals, when they buy a plug for their phone, it's going to come with the European plug. 
It's not going to come with that big three-prong thing. If you buy any product here, it doesn't come with that plug. So everyone, not just the tourists coming in from Europe, but the locals too, need to buy transformers for these wall plugs that that were made in like the 1960s, 1970s. When, uh, yeah, you you know what? The We have actually purchased an, a universal adapter, and I thought the universal adapter would work in South Africa. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> nope. No, no, I guess nope. it wasn't that universal. No, not that mm. universal. No, no one can no one can be that universal. I mean, just look at the prongs. Like, so you have to really um, ask some some uh, specific questions before you go to a destination about plugs. Because if you guess wrong, you, you could end up very easily checking into a hotel, uh, trying to plug your, your shaver in or your phone or your computer and not being able to plug it in. And then you don't have any juice. The next day, your, your phone is, is dead. We're at the end of our podcast. This week's question for you is, is the American road trip dead? Yes or no? If you want to leave a comment, please do. You know where it is. Just scroll down and click on the comment section, and we will see you next week. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Bye. Goodbye. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.